0: get the mic. <laughs> Honey, i got something to say. Uh, uh, Ooh, I like that. Can uh, you that up uh, uh, hey. uh, um, hey. No, like, it's Maja. But you know, Maj for short. <laughs> Ask Maj. What's up, what's up? It's your girl Maj, and I am back with another episode of X Maj, the podcast, where I am spilling all the real tea. It's a Wednesday, so you already know Maj is back on your speakers. If you ain't new to this, you chew to this, my loyal supporters, welcome back. And if you are new here, welcome to X Maj, the podcast. This is a space where I share lifestyle, pop culture, and social trends with a splash of Black Girl Magic. And don't forget the Black Girl Magic. Ah, I'm so excited. Uh, it's Wednesday. I'm excited to be back on the mic. I'm excited to be here with each of you who are listening, who are watching. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Thank y'all so much for tuning When you get a chance, if you get a chance, uh, make sure to leave a review. Um, Tell a friend and tell a friend about Ask Maj the podcast. All right, let's jump straight into this Maj moment. So here's the thing, right? Like, I, being on the mic is my passion. Like, I, hosting, moderating, emceeing, like, being on the mic, you know, on air, like that is my thing. Like that is my passion. But I think one of the biggest things um, that I worry about is, you know, saying the wrong thing, you know, always being correct in my responses. Um, and 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 really like making sure that I don't offend anyone. like that is a really big you know, worry of mine, a really big concern of mine. And y'all know I love to lead with, you know, transparency and, and, and authenticity. And so, yeah, you know, I I fear that, right? Like, especially as a host who's still kind of up and coming, you know, still sort of trying to establish my name, establish my brand. Like, that is something that I worry about. Um, and so I've had conversations, you know, with my mom, my loved ones, my best friend. Shout out to my mom and my best friend. Um, you know, I've had conversations with them about how to just be me, right? And they're always encouraging me to just be me. Like I can't, you know, live out my dreams. I can't chase my dreams worrying about if I'm going to offend someone, right? Or worrying about if something I say is going to rub somebody the wrong way or make somebody uncomfortable. At the end of the day, humbly speaking, this is my platform. This is my outlet. This is my show and hell i can say whatever i want on here <laughs> so you know i i do as a pageant girl especially you know i do try my best to see both sides of everything um you know that's how we're trained you know when when you when we're answering interview questions and on stage questions is to make sure that you um i guess address both sides of the of the story and so i do try my best to have kind of a multifaceted opinion Um, but yeah, I've always feared that, you know, I would offend someone or I would say something wrong or incorrect or whatever it is. But anyway, you know, moving forward, you know, as I grow, like I said, and as I, you know, receive that, you know, encouragement and that support and that love from my loved ones, you know, I want to move forward being unapologetically me and, you know, in my content. And so that's what I want to encourage you today. My moment of the day, of the week, of the month, however long you need it. Live in your truth. And be unapologetically you. Stop worrying about what people got to say about you. Stop worrying about if something you do or say is going to be offensive or make other people uncomfortable. Stop worrying about what people think about you, what opinions people may have about you. Be you. Be unapologetic in whatever outlet it is that you have. Whatever your passion is. Um, You know, whatever your talent is, whatever that whatever content you're putting out, whatever whatever it is that that you're putting out to the world that you're making public, that public, that talent that, you know, you are making public. Be authentic. Live in your truth and be unapologetic. Stop worrying about what people got to say. Stop worrying about what people got to say about what you should do, what you shouldn't do, what you should be, what you shouldn't be. I mean, be you, be unapologetically you. So that's the Maj moment for today. And I hope that that encourages somebody today, you know, walk in your truth, live in your truth and be unapologetically you. When I tell you, watch how things change. I mean, you feel, I feel so much more confident, you know, when I receive that, when I accept it. You know, I just feel like a boss, right? Like I just feel like, you know, I'm I'm the master of my fate, right? Like I'm in charge of my destiny when I become, you know, unapologetically me and I stop worrying about what other people have to say or what other people think about me. So, yeah, living your truth and 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 be unapologetic in that regard. So, I hope that encourages somebody today, you know, to live in your truth and be unapologetic. All right, moving on, small black owned business shout out. Our small black owned business shout out for today goes to, drum roll please, JPR Create. JPR Create founded by Javon Roy is a photography and cinematography business focused on visual storytelling and creativity. Javon Roy, who is the founder of JPR Create is a photographer, videographer, content creator, and visual storyteller. His goal is to help people, businesses, and brands find personal and financial freedom through visual content. He is passionate about using photography and videography as a vehicle to help people find freedom. Whether that whether that is financial freedom or using art as an escape and self-expression, he wants to help you get there. So listen, y'all. Javon, JPR create his brand. That who does that's who does all of my photography. So those bomb pictures that I took um to launch this season of my podcast, he did all of that. I mean, he came up with the creative direction behind it, the idea, like I mean, he shot it. I mean the whole thing, like he did the edits from start to finish, this man is bomb. His work is fire. And if you are looking for um, a photographer or videographer in the DMV area, Javon is your guy. His website is jprcreate.com, um, so make sure make sure y'all go and check him out. His Instagram is at jprcreate, and I believe that is on all social platforms. So go and check him out. Shout out again to jprcreate, and thank you for always bringing my vision to life. I mean, he has just been incredible when it comes to, you know, promotion um and and all of my photography needs like he is fire like definitely go and check him out so again shout out to jpr create javon roy who is the founder of jpr create okay let's get into these popping topics pop okay see you know what i'm so excited let's get into these popping topics because we got some stuff to catch up on Woo, child let's get into joe Devontae biden okay Now, I don't know if y'all saw that video, but while he was announcing the uh, reproductive rights action, this man accidentally read the part on the teleprompter that said, end quote. And then he said, and that was at the end of the sentence, meaning he was supposed to be ending the quote. And then he also uh, accidentally read, repeat the line when they wanted him to say the line again. Oh my God, it was so funny. I watched that video over and over and over again. Literally, like if you're looking for the video, just type in on any social media platform or even on Google, just type in repeat the line and the video will come up. But anyway, this is what he said. He said he was reading this script or whatever and he was like following the teleprompter. um, And he just said, it is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. <laughs> y'all, I was so through. And then after that, he was just struggling. Like, he just, he couldn't. And I'm like, Lord, this man is, like, 100 years old. Like, poor Joe. Poor Joe. Y'all, y'all got to go see that video. It was so funny. Oh, my gosh. And then he had... So so Kamala was standing on the left side, and then he had this other guy. I don't know who he is, but he was standing on the right side. And, child, he was trying his hardest to hold in his laughter. It was so funny. Y'all got to go and watch. I'm like, Lord, poor Joe. He done fell off the bike. Now he reading the actual uh, cues on a teleprompter. I... Joe, baby, we got to get it together. Like, we got to get it together. Anyway, that's our Wu Chow moment for today. Moving on. Uh, on an episode of Lovers and Friends Podcast with Shan Boudram, I think I'm saying that right, a comedian watch Jazzy gave her take on what a submissive woman does for her man. And let me tell you, I feel like, first of all, I feel like anytime there is a conversation about being submissive um, as a woman... Like, it always goes viral. Like, it always catches just fire, and it just goes on and on and on and on and on. But anyway, I wanted to kind of talk about what she said and kind of give my opinion on this piece. So anyway, Shan asked her, you know, what 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 does a submissive woman do for her man? And, and Watch Jazzy responded, and she said, everything. And so uh, Shan asked her, she said, well, what does that mean? And so I'm paraphrasing um, what Watch Jazzy said, but th- it was something along this line. She said... Uh, Like packing his bag, unpacking his bag, I pretty much read his mind. I know you, and before you can ever ask for something, I am already on it. He is spoiled. She said, I think my biggest flex is how I treat my man, and I've been known to love people back to health. And sometimes it can be draining, but my love is my superpower, and I used to hate that about myself, but now I'm embracing it. She said, if I love you, I can heal you. Okay, Jesus. Um, she goes on to say that I scratch this man's back every night. Uh, not that's a no for me. Uh, and she said, and I find joy in being your rest. She said that works for us because he wants what I have to offer. Woo child mash. What's your opinion on this? (laughs) What do you think a submissive woman does for her man? Okay. So, uh, woo child, let me break this down. Okay. So I don't 100% disagree with her and I don't 100% agree with her either. First of all, let me say, you know, I think that, you know, in our day and age, I sound like an old lady, in our day and age, you know, there's a lot of talk about what it means to be submissive. And obviously, you know, a lot of times our generation's definition of submission is different from, you know, when we think of our parents, you know, generation, Um, But first things first, I want to say that I am a true believer that submission, you know, a submissive woman or submission, whatever you want to call it, it should be a trait or characteristic of a married woman. Oh, my God. Like, I I think, you know, I think it's good to have that conversation, you know, when you are, are thinking about marriage, you're stepping into marriage, you're starting to have those conversations with your partner, but... I don't believe that submission is a trait of a girlfriend. I am... You, a wife is somebody who is submissive. A wife somebody who has a ring on her finger. Not my boyfriend. I ain't submissive to my boyfriend. I am submissive to my husband. So I think that's the first thing. And and like I said, it's good to have these conversations, but we, we get so caught up on like baby daddies and boyfriends and talking stages. Baby, I am submissive to my husband. And I don't... Ain't no ring here, okay? Like, ain't no ring here. And I was watching watch Jazzy on an interview and she ain't got no ring either so I think that's the first things first is like I think you know being submissive is is a trait of being a wife you know and you know I always hear this saying of like um don't what is it don't do uh wife things as a girlfriend so on and so forth so I think you know it it, kind of relates to that like you know I think like I said submissive submission is a wife trait it's something you do as a wife that's one Secondly, I also think that, you know, um, submission is subjective, right? So, you know, Jazzy said, let me go back to the part where she said, you know, this works for us because he wants what I have to offer. So I think, you know, your definition of, is of submission is, um, relative or subjective to your relationship. You have to figure out what works for you and your man or you and your woman, um and so it's it's subjective. So like my definition of submission may not be the same as your definition definition of submission. So I think that's something that has to be agreed on um based on the value that each of you bring to the relationship. So I think it's subjective. So of course, you know there there may be a lot of people that didn't necessarily believe with or uh, excuse me, agree with Watch Jazzy, which is fine, but like I said, your definition of submission may be different from her definition of submission. And like she said, it may work for them. Um and then I also wanted to say that I don't necessarily think that submission is tied to what what you can do for your man. Like I don't I don't think that 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 is it's tied to um, a specific um, what's the word? I don't want to say like task, but like something that you do for your man. Like like I don't I don't think that submission is cooking for your man. Like I don't think it's associated with cooking for your man or rubbing your man's back or you know. Um, Packing your man's bags, like she said, I don't think submission is completely 100% tied to something that you do for your man, like a tangible thing that you do for your man. I think it's more about, um, I don't even want to say value, but more so like, um... How you make your man feel as a submissive woman, and so I think that goes back to like what your definition of submission is. So, Marsh, what's your definition definition of submission? So, for me, I, you know, I would I would relate it back to I think um, Jeannie Mai. She she's a, a host on the Real. That just ended their show. But she gave a a great definition of a submissive woman. So she talked about, you know, being a dominant woman and being an alpha woman in her work in her career. Um, you know, outside of her relationship. And so when she comes home to her man, right, she wants him to lead, right? She wants him to, you know, um, be the decision maker so she can kind of relax and be taken care of or be spoiled, kind of like what Watch Jazzy said. Um, But still having... um, What's the word? Uh, uh, um, I guess comfortability, or, or still having comfort in knowing that my opinion matters, right? Like I can still my contribution still matters, right? So you lead our relationship, but you don't, and, and you make decisions, but you don't make decisions without me, right? Like so, you still include me in everything. My opinion is still, you know, uh, considered in everything that you do, but you are ultimately making that decision and leading our relationship. So that's what I consider you know, uh, a submission. Because even when we go, when we talk about this, you know, and general roles can get so tricky, but when we talk about cooking and rubbing, rubbing backs and rubbing feet, honey, I want my man to cook for me too. When I come home from work, I want a nice prepared meal as well. You know, I want my man to rub my feet. You know, you want, if, I, if I'm rubbing your back every night, on what day of the week am I getting my feet rubbed? You know what I'm saying? So I don't think submission is, necessarily tied to what you do for your man. It's more so, I guess you can, you can say value, the value that you bring bring to the relationship and how you make him feel and vice versa, you know? And I think, you know, submission has had this really negative connotation. And again, Jeannie Mai talked about this, right? Like submission is not like bowing down on my knees and like doing everything you want me to do. Yes, sir. No, sir. Your meal is cooked. Like that's not submission. Like, I think again, it's about how you make your man feel, Um, and, and, and how you let him, how you allow him to express himself and lead in the relationship. So that's kind of how I would describe, you know, what a submission woman is, a submissive woman is and what she does in a relationship. So yeah, I don't think it's necessarily tied to a specific task and, oh, and one other thing I would say I disagree with was she talked about loving people back to health and sometimes it can be draining. I think you know, I don't necessarily agree with that. Like, I don't, our job as women and men, you know, men who are listening, like your job is not to heal your partner. Let me say that very clear. Your job is not to heal your partner. You know, you're you're supposed to be there for them, you're supposed to support, supposed to support them, you know, you know, lead them to help, you know, to help them get help, so on and so forth. But my job is not to heal you. That is not my job. That is not your job. Say it with me. My job is not to heal my My partner. Like that is not it. And I don't agree with you going, you putting in so much effort into your relationship that you're drained. And I think that's where it goes back to, you know, making sure that uh uh your partner is putting in the same effort that you're putting in you know so that both of you are 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 pouring into and filling each other's cups so that neither one of you are drained so i think you know and that's where i think that that whole negative connotation of submission comes from because you know we as women talk about you know pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring and we never talk about you know how people are filling our cups right how people are pouring into our cups so i think you got to be careful with that like our our job is not to heal people our job not to heal men that is not our job and you know sometimes we do take that on like she said you know um how she you know loves her man is her superpower right like she said you know how she loves her man is her flex and by all means baby flaunt that but make sure that your man is pouring back into you as well so that you're not draining um or or you're not you're not draining yourself and you don't feel drained you know in the relationship so that's my just take on that honey and you know I can go on and on and on and on you know, for days about, you know, submission and what it be what it means to be a submissive woman. But the bottom line is like you decide what submissive means. Like you decide, you know, what, what it means for you to be submissive in your relationship as a wife. Okay? As a wife, as a wife, as a wife. <laughs> anyway, moving on. So Tiara Matt, uh, she's a Rhode Island state senator for District Six, posted a campaign video of herself twerking upside down on TikTok for votes. She looked into the camera after her upside down twerk and said, vote Senator Mac." She got a lot of backlash, as you can imagine. I um, wrote down a few interesting points. In a series of TikTok videos, she actually responded to the backlash. Uh, in one clip, she responded to a commenter who wrote that they did not want to hear Tiara complain again about how women are not respected in the U.S. Uh, she responded, she said, honey, baby, this ain't it. Because I have an Ivy League degree and I'm a sitting state senator, it's not about what I'm wearing, it's not about what I'm doing. They won't respect me regardless. In another clip, Tiara told a supporter I'm, try- I'm trying to determine at which point of envy are these people mad at? Is it the Ivy League degree? Is it the sitting state senator? Is it, like, the bodacious body because, like, the hate is real and abundant. Okay, bodacious body, Mm mm-hmm, Ciao. it was bodacious if you go, you gotta go look at the video. Anyway, in an op-ed published by Newsweek, Tiara wrote, As a queer black woman, I am used to this treatment. It doesn't make it okay, but I realize there are separate rules in society for me. I choose not to follow them. And for many, that is liberating. And for others, it rubs them the wrong way. And lastly, in a follow-up response video, Tiara said, I am not going to apologize for being myself and living a joyful life and for being unapologetically me. Ooh, come on, unapologetically me. I am not going to apologize for showing and telling exactly who I am every step of the way of my campaign." Immediately no, absolutely not, like absolutely not. So here's the thing, for me it is not, oh goodness, it is not the twerking that was the issue. It's the fact that you are putting on this twerking for votes idea. Like, I'm not feeling that. Baby, I'm all for the twerk, honey. I am all for the twerk, baby. Get it in. Do what you do. Twerk upside down on the wall, handstand, whatever it is that you do. All for it. But I I am a believer that there is a time and a place for everything. And, you know, I, I saw a lot of comments about people saying, like, politicians need to be more human and we need to be more relatable. Baby, twerking for the votes don't make you more human. Twerking for the votes don't make you more relatable, okay? Twerking for the votes don't make me want to vote for you. Ah, 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 ah. Now, if I see you out at the club or, you know, out with your girls having drinks and, you know, you dancing and there's a clip of like a video maybe that went viral of you dancing at the club or something like that, that's a different story. You were in the club dancing, you know, which is the appropriate place and time, so on and so forth, you know. To be doing that, and that's that's just my personal opinion. I don't, I don't think it was appropriate for you to be twerking for the votes. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. And baby, you could have a degree. You could, from an Ivy League. You could be a sitting state senator. You could be all of that. I thought it was extremely inappropriate. Absolutely not, baby. I work at Zoom, and I would never get on Zoom and shaking the clappers, talking about get a Zoom account. Absolutely not. Totally unprofessional. Like I did not. Mm-mm. I wasn't feeling that. And there's I it, child, ain't nothing you can say to change my mind. Absolutely not. There's a time and a place for everything. And there are different ways. There's so many ways to show us that you're relatable, that you're human. You know what I'm saying? And like, absolutely not. That that wasn't it. I wasn't feeling it at all. No. Nope. Mm-mm. Yeah. And I tried. I, I read a lot of comments. You know, I was looking at different folks', you know, opinions and Stuff like that, but I wasn't I wasn't feeling it. And you know, I'm not I won't go as far to say like, oh, she's a disgrace, she's, you know uh, embarrassing the black women. I don't believe none of that. It ain't. It ain't about that. But I think there's a time and a place for everything, and vote and twerking for the votes in it? Like, like I said, if there was a video that went viral of you, you know, twerking in the club, and people like, oh my God, the the senator was twerking the club. That's one thing. Like, that's a, to me, that's a little bit more appropriate. Like, yeah, you was in the club having a good time. The video went viral. Like, that's one thing. But for you to intentionally set that camera up or have somebody record you and you twerking upside down, and you know, I was talking about vote for Senator Mac. Absolutely not. I wasn't feeling it. Um, not. Nah, yeah, child, I thought about it for a long time. But nope, that won't it for me. Time and place. And baby, that won't it. Um, anyway, yeah, child, when I post this, post this clip, I would love to hear y'all's opinion uh, about whether or not you thought it was appropriate or I'm doing too much or whatever. I would love to hear if you agree or not. Anyway, moving on. Janae Aiko and Big Sean are expecting. And this is really exciting because a while ago, there was a a girl who tweeted, and she said she had saw Janae in the grocery store, and I remember the tweet was like, it went viral, and she said something like, um, and she's very pregnant, or something like that. And that was a few weeks ago. And so then... I guess paparazzi caught them out. And, honey, that belly was bumping, honey. It was, it was bumping. So that's extremely exciting for Janae. And I believe uh, this is Big Sean's first time being a dad. Um, and then he wrote on his IG story um, kind of confirming it and just showing his excitement. He said, whole new motivation for real. Very grateful God continues to bless us. Thank you. Can't wait to be your dad. So shout out to them. That's so exciting. Yes. Come on, new baby boy. Anyway, moving on According to Courtney Forbes. Chow, Riri is now the youngest self-made billionaire, surpassing Kylie Jenner. But yeah we knew that was coming, chow. And that's why everybody keep on... Uh, uh, hassling her about making music, she said she got other priorities. Okay, and this is her priority: being the youngest self-made billionaire. Shout out to Mo' Riri, uh, Memphis uh, female rapper Glorilla was signed to Yo Gotti's label CMG. F R E E nigga. Okay, y'all know I can't. Ooh, child, I just said too much. you know I can't say too much on this on this podcast because I be having families and grandmas listening. Um, but y'all know that's my song, though. That's my song. So shout out to Glorilla and all the girls. Okay, all the girls. Um, uh, on getting signed to Yo Gotti's label, that is so exciting! Go her, go her, go her, go her. Speaking of new music, let's get into some new music. Janae Aiko in August 08 released a new single and video for Water Signs. Super cute video. Go and check that out. Five uh, Year Foreign dropped the What's My Name video featuring featuring Koi Co- and Queen Naja. Mary J. Blige dropped a new video for her single Come See About Me featuring Fabulous. That that video tickled me. It tickled me. Her and, um, I cannot think of the guy's name. He's a younger guy. And you could tell, like, the video was a little cringy for me. Like, I felt like he didn't really... Mary's older, he's a little younger, and he didn't know, like, how to touch... Like, go watch the video for yourself. To me, it was a little cringy. I loved Fab's part, but the whole video was just... It was like, it was cringy. You know, yeah, go watch it. Usher and City Girls dropped a new single and video for Good Love. Super cute. Didn't care for Young Miami's verse. Loved JT's verse. And I love the City Girls, but yeah, that it wasn't giving what it was supposed to give. Cardi B dropped her new single, uh, Hot Sugar Honey Ice Tea, with Dirk and Ye. Sierra uh, dropped a new single and video for Jump. And it was super cute. It featured uh, Winston-Salem State University cheerleaders. So shout out to WSSU cheerleaders. Cheerleaders, y'all know how I feel about HBCUs. Um, it was cute. It's a cute little song. It definitely gives, you know, one, two step, you know. And, and, and that's Sierra, Like, that's Sierra's vibe. Like, that's Sierra's brand. Uh, So she definitely gave, you know, it was a little one, two step. Super cute video. You know, it do make you, you know, want to dance a little. It make you, you know. Maybe bob a little bit, bob your head a little bit. Definitely a cute little dance song. Definitely TikTok-ish. I mean, I know them TikTokers are going to get on it if they haven't already. Uh, Definitely TikTok-y. Brent Fires dropped his new album, Wasteland. And Burna Boy dropped his new album, Love Demini*, So y'all make sure y'all go and check out all of that new new music this week. Um, shine, black girl shine, goes to Miss Sandra Douglas Morgan, who is the new president for the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, and this makes her the first black woman to serve as an NFL team president. Oh! And might I add that she is a member of the illustrious Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated Skiwi, my sorority, (laughs) Skiwi. Yes, Sandra Douglas Morgan, shine, black girl, shine. All right, well, that's all the content that I had for you today. Next week, we got content creator, influencer, and CEO of Booming Productions, Mr. Richard Cannon himself, aka Cannon, to talk about his passion for content creation uh, and what it takes to be a social media influencer. You do not want to miss it. Make sure you go and follow him before the episode uh, premieres at the Cannon Goes Boom. Remember, if you have have a question you want me to answer on the show shoot me a dm at ag the podcast don't forget to subcri- subscribe subscribe oh that's what i meant to say in the beginning don't forget to subscribe leave a review and tell a friend to tell a friend about ag the podcast all right y'all thanks for listening catch y'all in the next episode let me get the mic thanks <laughs> honey i got something to uh, say uh, oh uh, i like that Can uh, you No, like, it's Maja. But, you know, Maj for short. (laughs) Ask Maj.